Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about publicists. Okay, so I'm in heavy research mode about publicists and book marketing. Um, You guys have known that if you've been following the podcast that Sweet Potato Jones, my YA contemporary fiction novel, is going to be released September the 10th. So I have just a few short months left to be able to build myself up as strong as I can for that release date. And I'm learning lessons as I go. And so as I'm researching and learning, I want to turn it right back over to you guys in real time. Um, And then of course, you know, when the days approach that I'm in the midst of the launch and the release, then we'll have just more podcasts about, oh, what I wish I would have done. And here's some things that we could do better um, for the next launch, for the next book. So right now I want to share with you research. So I was, you know, looking up what does a book publicist do and book marketing. Um, If you hire a marketing agency or you hire someone to market your book, or if you're looking at the word marketing, I want you to consider anything that is coming out of your pocket to help promote your book as far as money goes. So we're talking ads here. And here's what I've been researching about to add or not to add with your books. You really need to think about your target audience and where would that target audience most likely spend their time. Because I am definitely not going to put forth a Facebook ad for my YA book. There are not many teens today which will be my primary readership on Facebook. You know, they look at me and say, what, Facebook? No, that's old, you know. (laughs) They're on Twitter, they're on Instagram, they're on Snapchat. And many of them have Pinterest accounts. And so I'm thinking of, you know, if I am gonna spend money on ads, you know, maybe Amazon, maybe looking at some of these other social media platforms, that would be the better um, avenue for me. But it's all based on your target audience. You'll know where your target audience kind of lives. Um, You can look at research about that. You can look at studies. You can look at trends. And then if you have any previous books out there and you want to make a small ad just to try it out, just to get the feel of it, do that. Now, having a Facebook ad for my devotionals, that makes perfect sense because women in my age group may still be, you know, quite frequently on the Facebook platform. 
So, of course, when, you know, I was looking at what to do with my books as far as ads, you know, and it wasn't a lot. You know, I put a $10 ad out there, you know, and it, of course that doesn't give me a wide sweep of the net, but it was a start. And I did do one of the ads um, for a previous devotional that I did. But I will not be doing that for Sweet Potato. So, you know, it's just based on your target audience. So if you think about what can a person in marketing do for you, that's to help you with your promotions, with your ads, things that you're going to be spending money for, maybe some of your contests. And you can learn how to do a lot of that on your own through research. But there may come a time when you say, look, I'm just not creative in this way. Um, I need to look for other models. I need to study what other authors are doing. And then maybe you also need to hire a marketing agency. Um, I talk with you all the time. You know, we all know where we are developing, you know, in this journey. We all know what our skills and expertise are. And I do believe that I could research things on that end. What I need help with is a publicist. And I want to talk with you about probably the reasons. I'm going to tell you some reasons why. Well, first, you guys know that I'm introverted. Oh, that is a that is one that I have to battle with people. I'm extremely tired right now. Um, I'm just, you know, leaving work. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I have been inundated with all kinds of social interactions since six o'clock this morning um, phone calls even on the way to work um, just just a, all day uh, and that constant interaction truly wears me out and I know that is you know part of me being so shy and introverted and you know, the choices that I make on a day-to-day -day basis to have the courage to continue to walk that and push through, you know, the crowds and, and the work. No, no. All right, guys, I'm back now. Okay, I wanted to talk with you now about a book publicist and really what a book publicist does. I'll give you some reasons why it could be important that we have a publicist, what they can do for us, and then what we should look for, um, when we're thinking about having someone on our team because that's what it is they become a part of this journey with you so you want to um, be very selective and know the qualifications and the skill sets that these individuals have match what your current needs are so i'll tell you the reasons why i feel like i need a book publicist well, my first reason is that this is my first YA launch. My time is growing thin. I do look at the calendar and I say, you know what, April is fast approaching. And I know that I have a lot of commitments. Now, the summer, I'm going to be busy with advanced cognitive coaching workshops. And I'm going to be doing um, some traveling and already having some um, book signings, not book signings, but book events that are being scheduled. I have two already, one in June, one in July, and who knows where that will lead. I'm always, you know, getting emails about podcast interviews and that um, 
can really probably pick up more in the summertime because I'm more available. I, I'm not just limited to um, any time after 4 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> and so I might actually be able to schedule more interviews because I've had to um, push a lot of interviews even out into the summer already. And so I notice how life is. And I also want to edit and work on some of my other books that I really need the courage and the time to spend on them. The courage to send them out after I've worked on them some more. And start that process too. And I don't want to get discouraged when it comes to publicity for the book. And because I'm so introverted, having somebody that is extremely outgoing, has the courage to talk to anybody and everybody, um, can pick up the phone and, and do a lot of that, um, that can really take a lot of that burden that I would feel and that worry that I would feel, that could really help alleviate a lot of that if I had somebody on the team with me to help me coordinate. Now that doesn't mean, like for my case, that I want to give away 100% of that total responsibility to someone. No, because then I'm not actually learning as we go. I want it to be a joint effort, but I just know that I need help with it. But you guys might want to give 100% control away. Another thing about me that I already know is a weakness of mine is that sometimes when I get overwhelmed, I can lose track maybe of my priorities. And I may, you know, look at the list one day and say, okay, now I'm going to contact, you know, youth groups and look for youth festivals and any kind of church conferences that are going on in the fall that are already being scheduled. Um, maybe there's going to be some Christian tours that are going on that maybe they would like me to set up in the lobby for events. So I'm thinking, you know, ahead like that. But then if I only stay chasing that rabbit, you know, then I might be missing a big festival that could be coming up, which I could draw readers from. And who knows what's the next, you know, thing around the corner that's out there being developed right now. And so to have someone else with me, keeping an eye out for me, for events, for opportunities, I just think that's smart, y'all. In fact, if you have a launch team, if you're in the process of a launch team, I found through my group a local bookstore who is already asking to set up times for um, author book signings. And now I learned a lot about that just by looking at their website. So when they said, just message us, we'll, we'll check to see if, you know, if we can put you on the schedule and we look at many different genres and they already have a, a Christian fiction author scheduled for August. So I know that they would be open to, um, a Christian based book. So I'm like, Oh great. You know, and who knows if the YA audience is not going to this bookstore necessarily, their parents are. And so maybe I could draw in, um, gift buyers. 
and it would give me some good exposure, you know, reaching out to my first one, which is low risk because they're the ones that are asking. They're putting it out on Facebook. Private message me this. I can private message somebody. I can do that. So I'm like, okay, low risk. Uh, I have enough courage for that and it'll be good experience. So when I saw that on the forum, you know, I went and shared it into my private Sparrow launch team because I'm like, guys, this is what I'm looking for. If you happen to see something, please share it with us. Tag me in it, um, you know, copy the link and send it to me. Because if all, you know, 25 of us are on Facebook, you never know what can pop up as an advertisement, what can pop up into our feeds, what one of their friends might share about an organization or a location that would work perfectly and I'm praying that the Holy Spirit will do the job of bringing me into the minds of my launch team or even you guys when you're out there just on social media outlets or happening to go by stores and they say any local authors we're looking for you um, that's something that you know you need to consider so you need other sets of eyes so that's a good reason to have someone on your team that can help you with that another reason why you should have a publicist is because they can help you draft materials that are going to be sent out which means that if you want to do like i did and have that control piece added to it where you want to contribute and learn you can build your media kit i'm not saying that you have to pay someone else to do it you could get on canva you can look at that read see article that i put up because i love that article on what you needed for an author media kit and i used a lot of those tips in there and other ones that i was researching online i did a whole nother podcast on that one but a part of the publicist's job is to help build that media kit or even to create it if you want them to do it from scratch and then they would help as a package send those materials out with your cover letter now we've already crafted the cover letter and that cover letter was also put on the sparrow launch team because i have another christian writer in the group I was just thrilled when she got on there and made a comment. And I was like, oh, so if you read it <laughs> and you looked at it and you thought it looked really professional and you really liked the sound of it, it was very personable to you, then just do you have anything else to add? I know. All right, I'm back. So this is part three. Let's see um, what else might come up in the middle of the podcast. We might have a part four. Let's see if we can get through this. But. I would love it if you guys could take some time to go to Kwame Alexander's website. So if you if you write YA or middle grades, I'm sure that you've heard of his name before. Um, it's just good to know him and use him as a model. Um, he is a Newberry winner, and I love the crossover. Like, I cried reading the crossover. So I would recommend that book um, to anyone. But I love the way that his website is designed. And the other day, when we were sitting together, uh, me and the publicist that I love, we were going through and 
seeing how events were set up. And so I was like, you know what? I could do a lot of this research on my own. I could see how authors are doing that. So later on that evening, I just started going through top YA and top MG authors right now because I know that that could be a great base for me. And when I went back to Kwame Alexander's, there it is, and it doesn't say events. It says, you know, where I'll be. And that's like the language you would use for, for that audience group, books and stuff. I mean, just go and look at it because I really think that there's value in you searching top authors or notable authors that are doing like big tour events. And Kwame Alexander has a bus. I mean, he's going all over the place. So I'm definitely looking at what he's doing right now. I also found something interesting on his site, and he has a show, and he's linking it on Facebook. So I went on Facebook, and I liked it. Um, I didn't actually click on anything. I just went on to like it, and then later when I have more time to research and just if I have a few moments, I want to see what this bookish is all about. It says, that, you know, feel free to binge watch, and that is what a lot of YA kids are doing. Like a lot of the audience, the young adult audiences, they are binging on Netflix. So whatever he's got, he's using that word, and I think it can appeal to readers in that target audience. So I want to check and see what he's got going on there. Um, and so I will tell you, follow the authors that are in the know. And that way you'll know more about how they're, you know, fixing and, and organizing and structuring their life. You can break it apart the best that you can. And if you want to be bold and have some courage, go ahead. If the author is coming to an event near you, go ahead and uh, send them an email. Go to their contact pages. If you're finding authors, say, hey, I'm an author. I'm a local author. You're about to come to my city. I would love to meet up with you. I'll take you out for lunch. What are you up to? Or you can say, at the bookstore, I'd hope to pass along a free copy of my book for you. Maybe you would like to read it on your uh, ride back home. And that way, if they're reading your book and they're taking a picture of themselves with your book and tweeting it out, you check out Kwame Alexander's little tweet hashtag stuff he's got on his, his website. Clever. So clever. Um, that could be really good for you because then it would show other authors reading your stuff and that could promote you with their audiences for free. And if you can go to author events, that's what I would challenge you to do so that way you can actually see how these book tours are, are going. And let's say you can't. Let's say that traveling around is just not on your agenda. You're uh, financially, you're not able to do it like me at the moment. There's something you can do. You can get on YouTube and you can look at how many people in the whole wide world record book signing events and they're putting them up on YouTube. Which I know authors absolutely love that because then it puts them in a place where they're getting free publicity. They're up there on these sites. People could share them out. And then maybe they'll say, oh, well, I like that author style. Let's wait to see when that author comes back around. Or maybe they'll, they'll be spark. You know, it'll be a spark for them to go on Amazon or Barnes & Noble and buy your book. So, um, Considering recording your book signings, 
um, is also something. Oh, I love you too, baby. Um, recording your book sightings, I think that is smart. And then putting it up on your author channel. So I just thought of that. Oh my gosh, I got to go write that down because I am going to have a tour, like a tour manager and a publicist. And so my tour manager is going to go with me. And she said she was going to be the one taking pictures, working with the crowd. I can have my publicist do the recording. Um, and so that means I need to probably get a stand and I need to purchase a stand that I would be able to use for recording. Um, and I would just record like a stand somehow. I don't know. i got to figure that out. I don't know what I'm going to get for that. Um, but I'm thinking that's the way to go. I'm going to research that. I didn't know that was a need that I had until right now. You see how you guys are brilliant. I love surrounding myself by brilliant people. That's all of you. <laughs> um, but a publicist can help you with that. Actually meeting with you maybe on a tour. Um, helping you set things up at least if they can't. Like if it's not like somebody that's like your friend that's going to be tagging along with you, um, they may not be able to be there. But you could touch base with them, you know, and say, next time we set these up, these are things we need to be mindful of. A publicist that not only can send emails and arrange for the tour for you, they can also then follow back up with bookstores and send them any flyers or promotional materials, your cover, um, maybe your bio, a short bio, Maybe they can create a book tour Canva print. You can do that as well. Um, and they could also help manage your website on your events page. You could um, have them go in and edit that and add to it or create a page for you. Um, I'm going to go online and I'm going to create myself a page. I've got to do better um, at updating and keeping up with the website. I worked on my business website this week for Monarch because now um, I'm including my publicist on my website as a part of the author services. So I did do that. I did upgrade that portion of the, my business website. But I've got to get into my author website and really add some of the new books that I've read on the book club link. Um, I've just fallen behind on that. And so that could also be something that, you know, you could think about joining, having a team member join you to help you maintain your platforms, your social media platforms. Um, I'm not going to ask my publicist necessarily to do any of that, but it would be great if they shared out things. Like if we're setting up events, sharing it out on their pages is just a good help. So when you are thinking about a publicist and, you know, what they can do for you, setting up the not only maybe virtual tours with other authors um, they could be reaching out to other authors they could be reaching out to organizations um, book events festivals they can also help you with reviews um, gathering reviews helping you follow through with the art copies um, the advanced reader copies you could also consider having your publicist you know help you with you know, like I said, some of the follow-up emails, the thank you emails that would come after. Um, just a lot of that 
really business-oriented mindset. And so that's what you really need to consider. Is the person that you're hiring, you know, one, do they have a proven track record? Are they organized? Can they help keep you organized? Um, can they also be in a, like that accountability partner with you? And, you know, what are the results? What's happening? What are, what can you do? Are you constantly working together? Is the communication strong? There's something else to consider when you have a publicist. Making sure that you have shared folders so that way you're in the loop. Now, I don't know how you are about this. You could be totally cool and calm. Like me, I'm not. So I'm going to give you an example on how antsy I can get. So let's say I tell somebody I'm going to do something and... You know, I get sidetracked. I don't mean to, but then it starts gnawing on me. Oh, my gosh, I've got this to do. Well, if I don't follow up with that person, that person might think, oh, my gosh, she's just slack. She's not doing her part. You know, following up and communicating is essential. But also, you know, doing progress notes is helpful when you're monitoring things for the long run. Because if you don't take notes... You're going to forget these little thoughts that are popping up in your head because you are so busy. And so because I'm living this kind of life, what can be helpful to me in communicating with my publicist when we're not always face-to-face? The best thing to do is to create, in my opinion, this is just my humble opinion, is to create a shared Google Drive. Now, if you like the team, you can go ahead and create a team drive. Um, I'm going to just do a regular Google folder, and we're sharing it. We are sharing calendars. So my podcast calendar has now integrated with my publicist calendar just for my publicity uh, management, okay? So that way, she can see if I already have a podcast or if I have my summer events, or, or whatever it is that I already have scheduled. And she can pull that up at any time. She can use her phone for the calendar. That's what I love about the Google products. If you get those um, apps, you're on, the, you're on the go. And so let's say she runs into somebody, and she's out and about, and she just happens to see someone, and, and they start up a conversation, and she goes, oh, well, let me check her calendar. She doesn't have to carry and lug around a book to the park with her family. You know, she's going to have her calendar right there with her phone. We're not really going to go a lot of places without our phones anymore. So I think for organization and shared communication, it's key. Something else that we've created, um, we've created the Excel sheets. Now, she's already talked about the way that she would like to organize that and, and go for it because she's the Excel queen. I'm going to let her take care of all of that. So she's going to be doing Google Sheets or she's going to be using Excel and loading it up into the Google folder. I'm going to completely give all of that to her because she is an expert in that area. Um, we also created a brainstorming sheet. Now, what I love about Google Docs is compared to Word for like activities like this is that I'm keeping it in real time. I'm able to access it there. I know you guys say, well, you could do that too with Word. I know, but I just, I'm used to this Google platform. It's comfortable for me, and we, we're all using it, the people around me, so it just makes better sense. Um, it's something that we're all, you know, are doing on a daily basis. 
So we created a brainstorming list. That way, every time something sparks and she goes, okay, so so we were talking the other evening and, and she came up with an idea. So I'm like, oh my gosh, if I don't go back to that brainstorming sheet and write down this location, there's a reason why she brought up this location. I don't know what it is yet, but there's a reason. And maybe this will be a place that um, will have a, a door open for me, even if it's a small event. Um, and so having a brainstorming sheet just to not put on the Excel sheet or the Google sheet yet. Because here's the thing. I don't want to mess with those sheets until we start sending the emails out. So I need a separate place to just list as many things as I can. Like colleges and universities already on there. Because I'm thinking when I was in college, I was still reading YA. I love YA. I'm an adult and I read YA. I love YA. So I'm thinking of areas outside of private and Christian schools. I'm thinking of colleges as well. So, you know, while I thought about that the other day, I jumped back on that brainstorming sheet and I wrote colleges. I didn't list them out yet, and I'll have time to do a lot of that work, but I have some connections at colleges already in certain departments, and so does she. And so, you know, by us, you know, joining hands on all of this, you know, I think that we could really accomplish a lot. Now, there's something that I know is a next step for me, too. I need to contact my publisher, and I need to let my marketing managers and the social media marketing managers, everybody that's, like, on the loop, I need to let them know that I now have a publicist and that I am setting up tours. That way, if they're doing anything on their end, I don't want us to double dip and double book and, and have an issue. So I want them to be aware that I'm actively organizing with a publicist right now and that hopefully you know I'm going to be able to schedule an extensive run in the fall and in the winter months that is my plan anyway I've already um, got some little nuggets that have just um, fallen from the sky about some goals for next year but I can't, I, and I'm not going to even talk about those yet because that's just next year. I got to get through this year first, this day first, Lord willing. But, you know, the touring, I want to do really, you know, really spend a lot of time touring from September to January 1st. Like, I really want that to be my focus, touring events, festivals, um, church conferences, any kind of conferences, leadership conferences, like youth leadership. Like I could see there um, going to organizations that work with individuals who are homeless. Are they having any special events, any um, evening dinners? Are they looking for someone, you know, to give a five or ten minute speech? You know, those are things that I'm thinking of that I'm listening on the brainstorm sheet, which my publicist has access to at any time is in her shared folder. So I'm really excited even to know that newspapers and 
um, can pick it up. Now, I saw Simmons Acquire, um, his newspaper articles in Maryland. I thought they were spot on, wonderful, and I was so proud to see that he was doing like his um, a newspaper promotion. So that is something your publicist can help you with too. They can help set up those arranging for interviews, um, for local television, for studios, for radios, um, for other podcasts. Now that's something that, now I've already received two messages already. One to serve on like a women's panel, but I, I don't know, I just didn't, I tried to research the person and I couldn't find a lot about that, but they were saying, you know, this would be a great way to promote your work. People would be able to have, you know, thousands of eyes would be upon you and all of this. And the pitch sounded wonderful. But when I typed in this person's name and when I could not find anything from them other than what was on these LinkedIn messages, I'm going to be honest with you. A red flag went off. I feel like if somebody is... is hosting, you know, a television series, then it should be up there. They should be around, right? And so I've talked to you guys about scammers. <laughs> so just be aware that we don't want to get too excited when we get an email that there's a free opportunity that we could go to an event. We got to make sure this junk's legit. Um, and I just didn't feel really comfortable about that one. But I have had another opportunity to be on someone else's show. And I think that that's going to be really cool um, because I've only been on one podcast um, other than this one. I mean, you guys know we're over 200 some episodes. Like, you guys are my tribe. Y'all are my people. And uh, I'm good about that because um, I'm just talking to a bunch of friends right now. But just the thought of doing a podcast touring. That's exciting for me, just because I value the work that podcasters do. I know the heart and the energy and the time that it takes to put these shows together. And I'm like, wow, what if that's going to be me? What if somebody's going to say, hey, I'd like for you to be on this podcast, that podcast, let's talk about your creative writing process or, you know, tell me about your new book. You know, I, it's just kind of surreal for me right now. So just knowing that podcasting is very popular and go for it. If you could set up podcast tours, hey, do it. I had someone reach out to me like that and said, you know, would, you know, would my client be able to be on your show? And uh, the answer is yes, of course they can. So, you know, follow suit. Use that as a model and say, email these podcasters. Say, hey, I would really love to be on one of your upcoming shows. This is when my book is going to be launched and give them your media kit. Who knows? They might have an opening. They could say yes. So there's where that courage comes in. And your publicist can help you arrange and organize podcast tours, blog tours, get you into magazines, get you into, you know, state magazines, get you into local newspapers, regional, you know, pamphlets, what's happening now, 
So think about all of the things that a publicist can really help you do. Now, I listed a ton of them. And here's where I'm going to say, this is where I knew that I would need some help. I feel like I could do a lot of this stuff on my own. I mean, yeah, we can, we can. I just got to get courage. You know, I got to plan out what I'm going to say. And I can call, I can cold call. I can do it. It's painful (laughs) for me to cold call sometimes because I'm so introverted. And I don't, you know, like you're like about asking for sponsors and things like that. You don't want to, you don't want to like beg but you know you need them. Like you need sponsors. You need these tours. And so you've just got to get over that initial uh, that initial ickiness. Um, and, and one way to do that is to watch, like what helps me is to watch YouTube videos about what other authors are saying about their book tours. So I did watch a couple of authors talking about, you know, what it's like to have a publicist. What would a publicist role be? And then um, I actually looked up some big publishing houses in New York. They have some videos on YouTube, and they talked about their roles of publicist, showing them in action even on the phone with people, setting up, arranging flights and cabs, and you're going to get picked up here, and um, all the fancy stuff. You know, I was watching all of that. But when you're considering having a publicist, they can help take away a lot of that off your plate by helping you. And if you want to be like me and kind of go in with them through the process and the journey, because guys, I want to learn it. I want to then be able to tell you what I'm learning. I want to bring it back to the podcast, share out this information. And if I just turned it over to the publicist and I didn't get updates and I didn't know what was going on and I didn't know how they were going along the way with this, then I would really worry. And then how would I then share with you the research and what we're learning. So that's why I'm really going to be hands-on with this. And it's, you know, it's a learning process for us all. So watching those videos has really helped me. I've become a lot more confident in my understanding of just what the role of a a publicist is, what kind of skill set do they need, and what I'm looking for and, and how we can do this as, you know, as a collaborative spirit. So, um, I hope these tips have been helpful to you. I've pretty much just been ranting about what's been going on um, with my organization of a publicist and and how, you know, we're taking these first initial steps. Um, I usually try to work extremely fast, but events in my life right now have kind of caused me to slow and to pause a little bit. So the letter is written. The letter has um, been sitting on my launch team. People, two people have responded and looked at it. But now it's the next step. It's to send this stuff out and start getting scheduled on the books. So I just really want to thank you guys. If you've had a publicist in the past and you would like to share your story, just let me know. If you would like to come on the podcast and talk about your publicist and give all of us tips, hey, we could do one just on a publicist series. I am doing a Q&A next week. So I'm currently taking 
questions from you guys. What are some top questions that you would like to cover that I could reach out to other people, that I could do some research um, and address with you on the podcast? So if you have any questions that I would like to do, I'm thinking about at the end of every month having a Q&A session. So look forward to that for next week. I've had a couple from Twitter to private message me because I actually put it on my Twitter feed um, yesterday about an upcoming Q&A for the podcast. I just didn't get to share the news with you guys yet. See, y'all are the last ones to know. <laughs> but um, follow me on Twitter and you won't be. Jen Lowry writes. Uh, look at that plug. See, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying. Um, but if you have any questions, go ahead and email me. And uh, I'll be sure for us just to talk about it. Um, maybe while I'm talking, I'll stumble across a good idea. Who knows? That's what sometimes happens in this world I live in. Um, so just thank you guys for everything and for all of your support. Now I've got to go and pull up my dream list on Pinterest, my wants. Um, and I need to, to update my boards on Pinterest too now that I'm thinking about it. But... Um, I need to go into my Excel spreadsheet on my author services spreadsheet where I also have the mic that I want. Um, the stand now has to be placed because I wanted a smaller stand for the podcast, but now I need a bigger stand and some kind of recording device um, that we could just put up when we're going on these tours. And that way we're going to do um, events. We're going to just record all the events. That way people can follow along with me even if they can't um, physically go. They could watch the YouTube videos and they could see me at the, at the events. I think that's a great idea. Like I watched a Christian author today, him and his wife, and he co-authored a book with someone. And I've not read his book. It was called Sovereign. I can't remember what his name was, but he actually had a recorded book tour online, and I watched it, and there goes a new idea that's born. That, that's something that my publicist could help me do, and my publicist is tech-savvy, so that means they can help me figure out what would be the best recording device at a budget cost for me that maybe I could work towards. Um, I'm getting a little bit of extra money on the side. Uh, the freelance writing is paying off. Um, so that's going well. So this is going to be my third contract this week. Makes my third one since January. And so um, maybe with that next check, I might consider doing um, the recording device. Because then I could also use that for the Facebook Lives or figure out something that I could um, record and easily upload and edit. That's what I'm looking for, the ease. So I'm going to send my publicist out on that and my son. My 11-year-old is a tech genius. I'm going to have him researching the best of the best for me at the best price, <laughs> like $150, $200. Y'all laugh now and say, Jennifer, you're going to get nothing for that. Hey, you never know. So um, I'm praying for that. Maybe um, I'll pick up another sponsor um, or something like that, or, or you guys will... Um, pitch in you know there's a support now button on here um and you're so welcome to do that you know it would go straight back into this author world which means you'll benefit from it too um 
But I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a blessed one. Okay, guys, I have to get on here and tell what uh, my brilliant child reminded me about. So we're going to have to be cautious. (laughs) Um, My idea about recording the book launches, the book events, um, and putting them up on YouTube to do like a travel type vlog Uh, We won't be able to do that because I'm thinking there would be an issue with recording people without their permission. So the best thing to do is kind of check out like Kwame Alexander does. And so now that makes perfect sense of why he says, here's my hashtag. When you take photos and everything, um, tag me in them so I can find you. And then he puts those photos on his website because he gets permission that way. So now we have to think about permissions. I did not think about that before. So um, that is something to consider. We at least need to research more about that because I was telling um, him the idea of adding the tripod and getting a video recorder and adding it to my list before September. And that's when that whole um, conversation started. They said, well, if somebody else is recording it, they're putting it on your YouTube. They can, that's fine, but not for us to do it. So it makes perfect sense, right? That's why we surround ourselves by brilliant people. All right. Bye. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.